Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Awesomes, welcome back to Sorta Awesome. It's Monday. That your, means your favorite freaking day of the dang week. It's the best day of the week. Disagree. It's one of the top three days of the week. Well, it's one of the top seven anyway. The top three, in no particular order, are Monday, nope. Friday, yes-ish. and Saturday. Saturday is the grandest day okay. of all. And mainly... I challenge anyone, if you've never fully appreciated a Saturday, wake up willfully at 5 a.m. or earlier on a Saturday and you enjoy those hours before yeah. the rest of your lethargic family stirs. We let the, wait, first of all. We uh, let the dogs out? No. Well, I was wondering who did and so were somebody, the Baja boys. The, Is that their name? The Baja men. The Baja men. They're yes. not boys, they're men. <laughs> and not boys to men. That's a different group. So don't be confused. First of all, if you have dogs or cats or children, you know that sleeping you, in on yeah. Saturday is useless anyway. You, you gotta have to get let up. them out. Someone has to let the dogs yes, out. Yes, exactly. Uh, we didn't say this. I, I'm i Meg Teets. I am joined by my husband. I am Kyle. Kyle. I am Meg's more honest but less pleasant alter ego. <laughs> you agree? Why is that so accurate? I don't know, but you <laughs> laughed like I know you know that's the truth. It's true, but we do like to get together for a Monday episode. We, let's be honest, we like to talk to each yeah, other. Yeah, we do. We sometimes do it on mic. Sometimes, yes. Um, okay, it's the last Monday of September. Oh my, really? Yeah. I suck with dates. You, you know don't this. Even, I don't you know if everyone don't else even know what month it is most I, of the time. I'm not sure on the month. I'm definitely not sure on the date and i'm often unsure of the day of the week yeah. i only know that as we're recording right now it's sunday because we went to mass earlier okay you are like the twins they also as homeschooled children now have no concept of no. what day it is unless we are going to church and then like oh hey it's sunday yeah i don't feel good i can't go <laughs> that's what they did that's today. what they did today well they were coughing yeah like idiots and if it were any other time than yeah, coming yeah, yeah, yeah. like on the heels of uh -huh. quarantine of COVID and stuff. Yeah. We left him at home for the consideration of other people. With an older daughter, not by themselves, to be, to be clear. Honestly, they're cool. They could have made it. Okay. I thought it would be fun. Let's talk about, as we round out September, let's just kind of like check in. What are some things that we're into right now? Do you mind if I go first? I would prefer you do. Okay. That way I can interrupt. <laughs> One of like right now. <laughs> One of my dear friends, who's an awesome, mm -hmm. her name's Mindy. And Do I know her? 
it's she's not, is it? It's not my sister. Not your sister, okay. Mindy. Though I can see how you'd be confused for a hot well, second. Her name is Mindy. Yes, it is. She's not one of your friends. I, it's okay. I would it's fine. We move in different them. circles of yeah, life. No, it's, it's not an insult against her. Yeah. Um, anyway, Mindy doesn't normally listen to the Monday shows, but she did recently, and she was. Re- my yeah. sister did? No, the my awesome friend did. Mindy. Okay. I was all like freaking out <laughs> for a minute. Wait a damn minute. I don't, what's happening? I I felt very what self-protective. Would, what would be different if your sister did listen? My sister listens. How do you think I feel? How would oh, you feel if your sister listened? Let's be honest. Your sister doesn't listen that often. Well, that's not true. Um, It is. No. I bet I could right now come up with five questions to quiz her, of which the the most she would get right is one. I don't know about that. But what if... I, I extend that challenge. And if she's heard this, she'll reach out. Oh, dang. Okay. Now, what if your sister listened? Would you freak out? Well, she would be appalled. Yeah, she would. <laughs> And probably try to create some type of Protestant intervention into my life. Okay. Um, to which I don't answer to because I'm not a Protestant. <laughs> You're like, you have no authority it's, it's, over me? Right. It's nothing against Protestants. It's just we have two different governing bodies. If Pope Francis came to you or and said several different. it's time for an intervention, then maybe. But if it's well, your sister, Well, I'd participate. Say- I'm not going to say that I would be like, yeah... Whatever you said, bro. But I would participate. Please and I'd don't. probably never call the Pope. I was going to say, please bro. don't call the Pope. Bro. I might. It depends how, how goofy he acts. Because um, he's not, in fact, himself okay. unable to make a mistake. Right, right, That's right, a right. misconception. That is a misconception. But, okay, going back a few paces backward, Mindy listened to the show and she was like, as she Wait, listened. Wait, what? My sister? No, no, no. Okay, no. sorry. I already Mindy, did that part. Who is an awesome. She's also a superstar. Okay. She was messaging me as she listened, and she got such a kick out of how much I have to, quote unquote, rein you in. Yeah. <laughs> Monday episodes. That's not untrue. Thank you for noticing. <laughs> I get a little spun up. Yes, you do. And a little interrupty. But that's okay. It's, you have thoughts. It's authentic I to have thoughts. our personal relationship. What's inauthentic yeah. in the recording yeah. is that you don't shut me down okay. like you do in real life. Is that right? Yeah. My neck is bruised from your foot. Okay. All right. Something I've been into lately, and I'm not even going to apologize for this, okay? I'm just going to say it. I'm really into YouTube right now. Okay. I was worried. I thought you were going to reference some kind of weird Japanese pornography. <laughs> no. So I'm, well, I'm on board with I mean, what you're saying. Then. I am into YouTube, and YouTube will lead you down a path. Listen. If you choose. Yeah. If you're fast before it gets taken down, I'm sure there's plenty of content I'm there. I'm sure there is. Um no, nothing untoward. I I love that word. Thank you. I don't know what to say except that in this moment in my life, I'm just into YouTube. I've never been into YouTube. I've talked about multiple times on Sort of Awesome in the past six years that everyone in our family yeah. prior to this moment in time has been avid YouTubers. It's a massive rabbit hole, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Whatever you're into, it's there. It is. It's absolutely true. And so rather than reading or binging shows on Netflix or Hulu or whatever, I've just been consuming a lot of YouTube videos. I will not apologize. It's bringing me great joy and bliss. Yeah. And one of the channels that I've just recently discovered in the past week is from a content creator whose channel is called This Bahamian Gal. Spelled... I don't know. G-Y-A-L. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She spells gal, G-Y-A-L. Yes. And as she says it, you hear the funk oh, on yeah. it. Oh, yeah, yes. And you, you're and like, yeah, yeah, that's how you spell it. I think you even, I in reading some of the comments on her videos, I think that that is like 
not only phonetically, but like how they actually spell gal Agreed. in the Bahamas. Agreed. Um, her name's Rogan. And this is valuable. You kind of glossed over it, but I think some people might have the easy mistake to assume that when you said Bahamian, yes. that you said Bohemian. No, no, no. Bahamian. Yes, which is Bahamas. Yes. Yeah. So without getting too in the weeds, you and I have had a fascination with the Caribbean for a while. If you're a long-time listener, you know this, uh, especially if you're an Awesome Today listener, yeah. then you know this. I just have had a hankering lately for some Caribbean culture videos. Mm-hmm. And so in doing so, YouTube was like, how about this Bahamian gal? So I've been watching some of her videos. Again, her name's Rogan. Now, she grew up in Nassau in the Bahamas. Mm-hmm. Which is where, that's the capital. Yes. It's not the biggest island, but it is the, the capital and center of business. It's where the majority of the population lives. That's right. Look at you with your Bahamas facts. Oh, I've been on my own little binge. <laughs> well, Rogan grew up in Nassau, but now she lives, and she's been kind of back and forth to the States a number of times. Now she lives in Washington, D.C., and she's had this YouTube channel for a while. Kyle, I have to tell you, I know, I've, I've made you watch some of her videos. You've yes. watched some of them of your own volition. You, you didn't have to twist my arm. No. I was a willing participant. She's so funny, so entertaining, also so informative. She not only talks about island life, if, island life for example, if you were planning a trip to the Bahamas, she would be a huge wealth of information. Yeah, yeah. To, to experience it for real. Now, if yeah. you're if you're the kind of shallow tourist that's going to be right, right, satisfied right, right. with the fake representations, hey, you just do you. But if you want to actually experience yes. for real the Bahamas, you ought to hear this gal. Yes. Gal. G-Y-A-L. G- gal. That's right. Yeah. Um, in fact, you guys, I'm going to link not only to Rogan's channel, but to one video specifically, if you don't watch any of her others. She did a roundup of her like 10 favorite Bahamian foods. Yeah. I was like, yeah. please, somebody book me on a flight, put me on a boat, get me to the Bahamas. Every yes. dish that she described. Take me out of the tourist centers yes. and let me go to eat where they make the things she's talking yes, about. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So not only does she have Bahamian related content, and she does. She like if you're planning a trip to the Bahamas specifically, she's got the scoop for you. And if you're not, if you're not, you should be. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I'm I'll go with you. Let's go together. Okay. We'll have a retreat. We'll do we? that. We need somebody, <laughs> one of the awesomes to volunteer to watch our children, but we're going. <laughs> We'll pay you a pittance. We'll pay you. Who likes Teets kids? We've got yeah, a lot of them. There's five. Yes. Um, also, she, like I said, she lives in D.C. now. So she also just kind of does cultural commentary videos. She does like, she's a black woman. And so she's done some makeup tutorials for women with brown skin. Um, she, one of her like byline things is bold looks. And by the way. Yeah. If I may. Okay. Her makeup is immaculate. Oh my gosh. It's a huge part of the yeah. whole appreciation of the video. Immaculate. I'm so impressed that you noticed it. I did. I, I I may not wear makeup, but uh, you know, I don't wear dresses either, but I appreciate yeah. someone that does these things well. That's right. So anyway, I've been into- Not to say I wouldn't wear a dress. You probably- Have you ever? I, I never have. I have- Irish ancestry and a kilt is nothing more than a miniskirt. So Wait, I'm not saying what I would or wouldn't do. I feel like the Scots in our listening audience are like, "Wait a second. Irish wear them too." I'm sure they have at some point. I do remember that in college when you had to take 
ballroom dancing class. That was no ballroom was a section. Oh, I yeah. took a a semester long class on all forms of dancing. And yeah. so yes, ball chain kick, whatever. I can do the things. The can can, the waltz, you name it. I can at least describe it, whether or not I can perform it. Well, when you were taking that dance class in college for your phys ed degree, that you sometimes could be the lead in the dance. How dare you? And then sometimes you did How the follow you? How part. dare you? What do you... Phys ed. It was health, physical education, and recreation. We called it the hyper degree. You're right about all of that. Yes, I am. <laughs> I take great pride in that. Why are you feeling defensive about it? Because you just threw it out there like, he's a he's just an idiot phys ed teacher. Nope. Oh, let's all play dodgeball. Well... You can't even do that legally anymore, for the record. <laughs> you also have your master's from... TCU, yes. a very finely a prestigious reputable private prestigious, institution. Yes, exactly. So you're not a in liberal that. arts. Dang it. The Jeopardy degree. It's that and more. Okay. So I'll link to Rogan, this Bahamian gal, to her channel, to that yeah. Bahamian foods you need to watch video her. so you can go check it out. Even if you're not that interested, you'll fall asleep and sleep well and have great dreams. I wanted also, before we move on, I do want to call out and appreciate Okay. During the time that we created Awesome Today, mm-hmm. our sort of spinoff podcast that was you and I. Sort of spinoff? Yep. Sort of spinoff. We, we thought about that as a name. No, we didn't. <laughs> no, we didn't. <laughs> it's okay, though. We might have. Um, there was a video component to that and an audio component. And so you got your toes wet, as they say, yeah. with video editing. Yeah. Rogan's, it's masterful. Yeah. I did. Not, well, not as good as hers. <laughs> Rogan's videos are very visually interesting. She yes. does a lot of fun things with editing. Wears not, a lot of random outfits yes. throughout. Yeah. She doesn't do it to the point where it's distracting, but just as somebody who has been sort of on the sidelines mm-hmm. of how technically involved great editing and visually interesting editing is, I have to give a big shout out to her for how she has created and edited her videos. Too. Yep. She's, she's really done a good job. All right. What is something you're into right now? Are you sure you're ready? Even though you kind of already know, are you sure you're ready? I'm pretty sure. Okay. I don't even know entirely how I stumbled across this, but that is, in fact, the nature of most good internet rabbit holes is you you may not even remember how you started. Yep. You just know that you ended up at a place where you camped out. Mm -hmm. I I intend, inside of 18 months, I will have... My private pilot's license. Piloting a plane? A plane. A commercial jetliner? Not, no. I could. Oh. I won't. Okay. That's not my interest. All right. Walk us through how you got into this. Okay. I'm not entirely sure. I'm not entirely sure even as I reflect back on the path. Does it involve YouTube? Yes or no? Oh, absolutely. Okay, there we go. Now we're now absolutely. we're jiving. Now it started with Google, as all things do. Yes. But it ended up in, in YouTube land. And I don't, a guess, a guess of mine is that somehow this was affiliated around the idea of having property in the Bahamas. Yes. And then, well, how do you get back and forth? Mm-hmm. And before I landed on aviation, yeah. I was watching people that boat. Yes. From well, yeah. any number of locations in Miami to Bimini. Okay. 
which is like the nearest of so the the Bahamas there's 700 islands. Okay. Also, I didn't know this until very 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 recently. I mean, I sort of vaguely knew it. The Bahamas are a, a country mm-hmm. that were once part of the British Empire. Not that long ago. Right. Until the 1970s. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I think I was 60 at the time. Mm-hmm, yes. So they're part of what's called the Commonwealth Nations, sort of yes. like Canada yes. and other countries. Only better were, because they don't get cold. But they are an independent country with British roots. And, um, and okay, I know what I was going to say. Speaking of YouTube, one of our shared longtime favorite channels, and I've talked about it on Sort of Awesome, mm-hmm. is Gone with the Winds. Yes, W Y N N S. Jason and Nikki, you and I refer to them by their first names, though we've never met them. Well, but we've been watching them for years. And when they vary, and they so one of the things is they sail around the world. They do like their main thing. Now, if you want to, if you're if you're mildly interested in them, yeah. Their original foray. So, so both of them are from Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, both of them had a arguably brief career in the Dallas-Fort Worth metro area. Yeah. And then they fatigued with the, the, the rat hustle. race. Is that still a term? Yeah, the rat race. Mm-hmm. Originally, they became, they lived in a, in a uh, RV. That's right. And yes. they traveled the U.S. And when they'd exhausted... Everything that they were interested in and mm-hmm. that type of lifestyle, they were like, hey, you know what? Mm-hmm. We could buy a boat yes. and sail everywhere. And they did. And yeah. this is all, all of this is excruciatingly detailed yeah. in their channel. But yeah. it's, it's fun. But they, we started watching it when they bought a sailboat. Yes. I introduced you to it. You absolutely did. Yes. I had first found them as they were first buying their boat, all of that. And yes. then, yeah, we both have watched since and stayed moderately yeah. up to date. I feel with... like we're pretty invested in their lives at yeah, this yeah. point. Yeah. And one of the things that made me remember this, because you're talking about the Bahamas and people sailing there, is that in their very first voyage, their very first crossing. Yes, very common. Yes, was from the tip of Florida, Miami, or some port down there. I to, it was Miami. Yeah, to an island in the Bahamas. It Just, was their yeah. maiden voyage, as yeah. they say. And as a sailboat, it took them a solid 24 hours plus. Right. Because you're you're not moving that fast. Right, 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 right. Now, recent searches, looking at things, I'm seeing people on two to three motor speedboats mm-hmm. that are running across in a few hours to get to Bimini, which is the closest of, as I understand it, at least from Florida, the Bahama Islands. Yeah. And... Yeah, so there's there's like a little bit of a of, of an outlaw of a wild west feel sure. to this. Like, hey, I'm just getting in my boat and going across this vast expanse, relying on GPS or whatever it is to get to a place to fish or do something. But it's not about what you're going to do; it's about the journey. Mm-hmm. But that it would take hours. That it would take. I remember one particular person I was w- watching a video on bragging, thrilled at the fact that in their boat they were getting, and I want you to hear this correctly, one mile per gallon. Wow. Okay. That's unthinkable. Yeah. Well, and as you start to add things up, it's like, hmm, that's more expensive than literally any other thing you could have chosen. And I personally drive a gas guzzling suburban. You do with with valid 
reason. You have a lot of humans to move around. Yes, and it's painful every time I'm at the pump. I cannot imagine one mile per gallon. What? You get like, what, 18 to 24, depending on what you're doing? Yeah. One mile per gallon. Yeah. Is what they were getting. And they were thrilled with it because it was exceptional fuel economy for them in this trip. Right. So the rabbit hole continues and somehow I get turned on to planes. Now, I'm not... Hmm. How to explain this? So we've... I've grown up... Both of us have grown up in technically rural, central country flyover Definitely. That's fair to say. Yes. Uh Uh-huh. And... There's a very different opinion here. There's a very different perspective here on aviation than would be true of the coast. Yes. In most instances. Yeah. Especially an urban area. Yeah. In any instances. Out here, so probably everybody listening has heard of Cessna. Yeah. Which is a plane brand. It's a manufacturer. Yeah. They are from... Kansas, That's right. which is just north of us a little bit. Mm-hmm. And originally their focus, their clientele, all of that would have been farmers who were using planes to crop dust, to spread fertilizer, pesticides, different things, all of that. And so literally a farmer would have, and, and, and I know farmers that do have, a plane in the barn yes. that they service themselves, that yes. they roll out and they do things with. Right. And because of that, I guess planes were never that special or and fascinating to me. Or mystical or right. mysterious. It's like, oh, well, I guess if you want to be a dirty Oklahoma or Kansas farmer, you can fly a plane, which is a very small-minded perspective. <laughs> but yeah, through all of this, I'm looking and it's like, oh, wait a minute planes and what they can do Mm -hmm. and how fast they are and the fact that they are not impeded by realistically for the most part other plane quote drivers Um, they don't have traffic like we do as we drive a vehicle no they get to take a more or less direct route wherever they're going they're not obligated to paved roads all of this stuff and all of a sudden it's like holy smokes so in, in nautical miles or, or whatever, like from from Miami to Nassau, I believe, is 189 miles. Yeah. And, you know, you look at a map, you look at things, certainly you're not going to drive there because your car's not amphibious. Or after is all. It? It's most likely no, it's not. not. It's definitely not. Um, but, to, you know, oh, I'm going to go hop a flight to here to there to bounce over to wherever, all that stuff and the time and the expense and all of that. But... So here you have 189 miles, and if you were in a Cessna, you most likely can fly somewhere between 120 to 140-ish miles per hour. So you're talking about an hour to an hour and a half trip to fly to another country and very quickly and at your own freedom and all kinds of stuff. So I I got swept away in this. The freedom of it all. Like you're not dependent on when to book a flight. Uh, Right. Like right. with the the leaving time, the I mean, there's definitely still time. I'm from what I understand from what you've said, it's not like you just roll up to the airport and you're like, okay, I'm getting my plane, yeah, no, I'm gone. You got to still do some stuff, like quote unquote responsibly. Yeah, twenty four hours before your departure, you'd file a flight plan. Okay, 
and this is this is for a a true the only time you'd need to file a flight plan as i understand it and i could be wrong mm-hmm. is when you're going to reach a specific altitude where you might be in proximity to commercial traffic did you say flight plan or fight plan both because i feel like you should fight while you're flying okay that's just my personal perspective have you ever filed a fight plan before yes and the tsa and american airlines both rejected it that was some good yes and okay All right, keep going. So, okay. yeah, 24 so, hours before you file your flight plan. Flight plan, not fight plan. You yeah. can also file that. It's at a different website. The FAA <laughs> does not care about your fight plan. It's at fightclub.com. <laughs> right. Which, if you know that website, the you, first rule is that you're not supposed to tell anyone <laughs> exactly. about it. Exactly. Now, so you, you file your flight plan and, yeah, just all these wonderful intricacies. So, I'm like, wait a damn minute. What... What's actually required to become a private pilot, mm-hmm. which just means that you're you're not taking payment from other people to fly them somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. You're, you're, you're doing your own arguably thing. just as qualified to fly yeah. a plane of some kind. Yeah. But yeah, to, to charge people money, like every other industry in the world, to charge people money for it, they, they want more Credentials and resi- – uh, not resignations, but designations. Designations. It's a different yeah. – Yes. One is – yeah. One's a thing. The other is like I quit doing a thing. <laughs> one's a thing. One's the other thing. Yeah. So we're talking about designations. We're talking about the first thing. <laughs> Just to be clear. <laughs> designations. Yeah. Um, listen, this is both thrilling and appalling. And terrifying. You forgot about the part where it's terrifying. Well, terrifying is part of appalling. Okay. Listen, you go to take flight lessons, and it's not cheap – because you got to spend money both to rent an aircraft unless you own one. Yeah. And to pay an instructor. You got to take some tests, some things. But listen, I work in an industry where people take tests to do things. Series 7, Series 66, Series 3, all these things. All the tests. All, all the, the licensing. Tests. All You go study for a few months. You sit down for an hour or two. You take a test. Yeah. That's effectively what the written test is. Right. Just its own form for things. For sure. But... Once, like, once you've sat, this is what, this is what astounds me. Once you have flown with someone. So think about this like a, like a driver's permit. Which Daisy just got. Which our oldest daughter just got. Are you into that? I'm terrified by it. Okay. More so than me flying. I'm terrified by her driving. (laughs) A little bit. Me too. Yes. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Literally flying for eight to 12 hours in the average, of course, then is the, in the middle at 10. Yeah. Eight to ten hours with an instructor, and from then on, before you're technically licensed, the rest of your hours of flight time required to get your license are so low. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine you and I, who've never flown a plane before, Mm. that with a mere ten hours on average with a professional that they're like, all right, you're good to do it by yourself. How is that true? Well... Here's all I can gather. Here's uh, all I can make sense of. You explain to the people, I'll be breathing into a paper bag off okay. to the side because, uh, as you know, I have a little anxiety around flying. You do. You do. And so the thought that And you've you not can, even flown with me yet. No, I have never flown in with an assessed Yeah. Oh, You're going to, we'll give you a piece of coal and you'll make a diamond. Um, <laughs> do your own math on that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Yeah. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Okay. And let's kind of sidestep first to come back into this. 
because of the kind of nerd that I am, and I make no apologies, I have no shame over this. This morning, I woke up this morning at about 4.30. Did you? I forgot to ask. Usually the first thing I say after I realize you've made coffee before me is what time did you Yeah, yeah. I forgot to ask um, this morning. It's fine. I fell asleep early. I got the full couple sleep cycles in. It's not like I'm sleep deprived. It was just like, oh, I'm awake. I'm getting up. Yeah. That's what happens as you get older, whether mm-hmm. it's because of your prostate or whatever issues you may have. <laughs> oh, gosh. That's a separate story. Yeah. Uh, I don't have that, by the way, but I might. <laughs> okay. At some time. I'm still weighing my options. Let's get back to flying. I got up and started piddling around in my office, watching YouTubes, doing things. And I run across... Damn it. Where was I going? I just, I completely swamped myself. What well, happened? we were talking about how you only have to have 10 hours yeah. with an instructor. And then they're like, okay, you're good to go get up there and start flying yourself. How many hours then do you have to have before you're fully licensed? Do you remember that? I can't remember Hundo P on okay. that. It's not a ton more. Okay. I mean, it's only, it's only a problem if you're regimented into an eight to five yeah, yeah. And you can job and you can only fly on weekends. weekends, then it would take a year maybe to get your mm-hmm. hours in. But yeah. if you have a little bit more freedom in your scheduling, yeah, yeah, you can, you can get it knocked out pretty fast. Um, man, I can't remember where I was going with this originally. Now well, you I got up and it was 4.30 in the morning. Punch myself in the face. Stop punching. Um, you got up at 4.30. You made coffee. You I made coffee. around in your office. I took a shower. I got to my office. Yeah. Watching videos, doing stuff. I don't know where I was going. Anyway. Um, you realized, yeah, so there's this minimal. You realized I'm going to be a pilot. I am going to be a pilot. There's yeah. no question about this at this point. Um, it's It's a matter of. Ultimately, do you have the money to pump into this existing system to get your license? We do, and that's not a big flex and brag. It's yeah, it's just not that expensive. It's, it's it's not that crazy, and we've we've done well in recent years, and yeah. things are going all right. It's both not the investment of time or money that you think it is. That's right. It's super. It's super easy. Um, Keep talking. Interestingly, interesting thing to contemplate. Mm-hmm. Take off. There's a little bit of skill, but it's a checklist. Yeah. It's get to, depending on the plane you're in and the weight that's in it, get to this specific speed, have your flaps at this specific level, know the distance that you have to get to speed these things. It's, it's truly a mathematical equation at that point. So it's, I mean, you could you could pucker and freak out and ruin an otherwise possibly successful takeoff. I literally thought you were going to say another good pair of underwear. Well, that too. That too. And you should always wear, as my mother insisted, fresh underwear <laughs> anytime you go on a trip so that you're if you're in an accident and you go to the hospital, that you're not embarrassed. Also, just for personal comfort, may I say? Well, perhaps. Okay. Perhaps. But so you, you get there, you do your pre-flight check. There's a pre-flight check and all of this is very, it's very, it's a recipe. Sure. It's a list. Yeah. You don't, you don't have to be brilliant. In fact, you need to be stupid enough to follow the checklist and not be so smart that you do your own thing. Mm, This is for your pre-flight checklist. This is for getting in the plane, starting things up, seeing oil pressures, seeing all this. Um, Did I mention? No, I don't think I did. And I think this is where I was going this morning when I woke up. I actually read the entire manual for the Cessna 
182. That's the most Enneagram 5 thing you've ever said to me. And you've said a lot of Enneagram 5 things to me. You read the whole manual, like cover to cover? I'm not going to lie. I did it about three times. (laughs) And guess what? I liked it. You'll probably read it again. (laughs) I probably, I did bookmark it. I liked it. Um, It's very methodical. It's it's peace bringing Uh and the methodicalness of it. That's... That's what I'd forgotten to say that where I was headed earlier. Yes. Yeah, I read through all of this. And now one of the beautiful things about Cessna. So this Cessna is out of Kansas. Yep. Again, servicing farmers. Sure. Farmers who would do their own maintenance because it's a diesel, originally would have been a diesel engine, not mm-hmm. anymore necessarily. And what does every farm implement run off of? Diesel. And so there, it's no stretch for them to figure out how to do their own maintenance on a thing and keep a plane in their barn and do their things. It's far less high tech than you would imagine. Okay. And in these, there are still right now. So Cessna began making what everybody would recognize as a Cessna um, in the fifties. That's amazing. And there are still certainly some planes from the fifties, but definitely many many Cessnas from the 70s that are completely airworthy, that are flown, that are even sold, used and bought and happily used again from that long ago. It's when you look at, and I think this is a a perspective I had shared with you, when you look at vehicles from that era, I mean, it's simple. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yes. In its engineering simplicity. Right. Both that it works and that you with a very limited level of mechanical knowledge that you yourself could get in and fix and address a thing. And as I read through the manual, both terrifyingly and comfortingly, there were instructions within this manual Mm -hmm. to say, hey, if your engine catches on fire while you're on the tarmac... This is what you'd do. If okay. you're in the air and well, your no. engine catches oh, on no. fire, this is what you would do. Yeah, you just like um, bail out and scream like no, a little girl no. all the way down. That would be what that would be my first choice and my knee-jerk reaction. Yeah. But no, in fact, there's a series of things you do that starve the fire of oxygen. It dies. You just keep right on flying. I feel skeptical, but okay, so so did I, but it's it was true before you were born. That's a fact. And people lived mm-hmm. doing it. So, no, it's it's scary because it's unfamiliar. The takeoff yeah. is a little bit of a test. Yeah. The landing is the real thing. And yes. there's jokes, as I gather, amongst pilots that there's three kinds of landings. Oh, no. There's the one where you go to the hospital. Oh, no. Or the morgue. Oh, no. There's the one where you walk away from it, but your plane's not flyable. God. <laughs> And then there's the one you walk away from and your plane can still be flown again. Okay. This confirms truly, truly one of my biggest fears about flying. I know I don't get that nervous when we're in the air. Mm-hmm. Takeoff and landing. I That's the real panic that's attack. That's the test. I have not flown in a plane since spring of 2018. And that, the last time I flew, it was from Oklahoma City to Los Angeles to visit Laura Tremaine and to mm-hmm. she and I and um, our friend Jamie Golden spoke at a conference together and we were Catholic at that point. I took a rosary with me and I prayed, prayed the whole way. For, not all the whole way, but I did pray it fervently in the both takeoff <laughs> and landing, landing portions yeah. of the flights. It's those so are scary. Those are the tests. Yeah. 
But again, in pursuit in pursuit of your license, your license isn't just a free for all. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, commercial jet, have at it. Right. No, no. Your your license is loosely centered around what you have put your hours on in your training. Yeah. So if you've primarily flown a single engine Cessna or a whatever, yeah, that's that's technically what you're. <clears throat> even though you're licensed, that's technically what you're certified to fly. And yeah. if you want to fly something else, you need to put some hours in simulator, real thing, whatever. Okay. Get towards that, and so there is a little bit of that. But another interesting component to all of this is that. I mean, these are all of the U.S. rules around things. And recognize we're the same country now that requires warnings on the McDonald's coffee label that it's hot. Uh And other types. Have you ever looked at the warnings on on the tag on an iron? Yeah. Yeah. Or a mattress. You never have because you've never ironed. Don't lie. No. You stop it. Have you ever ironed? Yes, I have. Have you ever read the tag on an iron? Yes, I have. No, you have not. I yes, I have. I refuse to believe now, it. Now, listen, my ironing may not be good, but I've done it. Damn Ooh. it. Yes, I have. All right. Okay. I have. All From right. college on, on occasion, there's been times I did not wake you up and I ironed my own thing. And I looked like I ironed my own thing. <laughs> I won't deny that part. Okay. But I also did not violate the iron warnings and I did not burn the house down. Okay. Well, thank goodness. But yes. So, yeah, it's even though even though a modern, a more modern, a 90s to current Cessna or any other type of of small aircraft is going to have some pretty advanced electronics on it. Yeah. It doesn't have to. Right. It can be all manual dials and things. And so there's a couple different types of of licensure Mm -hmm. that you would get the very simple the most simplistic form would be basically saying that i'm capable of visually looking at things and flying right a second tier which requires more money to pursue is to say no actually i can even just rely on instruments in the absence of visibility right to fly and then if you want to be able to fly commercially or to be able to train other people, those are, again, advanced levels of licensure. Okay. I can, in fact, I know people who I would quantify as mm, barely above mouth breathing mm-hmm. who have pilot's licenses. Okay. This is not that hard. It's a car that's in the air. Most car accidents, in fact, require you and someone else. Yeah. And in the air, there aren't that many someone else's. Yeah. So it does make a little bit of sense that it's just that easy because there aren't that many other someone else's to quote unquote run into or whatever else. And so long as you follow a few of the laws, if and when you do crash, you're only going to hurt you and not other people. So I can appreciate their seemingly lackadaisical amount of regulation over this. But it's completely doable. It is moderately affordable and I'm doing it. I am going to do this. Okay. Now I believe you and I'm fully, you may now refer to me as pilot or captain. (laughs) Captain. Okay, good. There we go. I do want to clarify because I know there are some awesomes who are pilots or who are married to pilots or partnered with pilots. 
there's not a correlation between mouth breathing and being a pilot. No, not there's at all. Probably plenty I'm of saying, highly intellectual. No, there pilots. there are some brilliant people in every field. Yes, including financial advising, of which I'm the only one I know in this field that isn't at least moderately suspect. Okay. I don't know everyone. No, there, I'm sure there's more there's than what I've met. There's many that are perfectly great. Yeah. Um. Okay, you are going to be a pilot. There's yes, no I doubt. Am. You've consumed Feel free a, to call me captain. Okay. You've consumed so much airplane slash piloting. Yeah, yeah, it's happening. There's literally material. there's literally three places within oh, fifteen miles of here. I'm doing this. You've got them all staked out. Yeah. You've got a you've you're you're running your own background checks the, on them right now. The first stage, and I'm I haven't yet offered this to you, but it is offered to you. The first stage of this is to take kind of a a funzy test yeah. flight. Mm-hmm. Where you just go sit in a little plane with yeah. another qualified pilot. It's 150 bucks. Sure. And you go fly around for 30 minutes to an hour. Oh, and gosh. They get flight time that they get to put on their logs for things. But you get to feel what it's like to be in the style of airplane. I don't know if I'm yet to the point where that sounds like fun to me. Well, you got to figure it out because if I'm flying, you're coming with me. Okay. I'm, get- I'm literally holding onto the table right now. Yeah. Well, just wait, because all of this ultimately comes back to us flying from wherever we are at to Nassau, Bahamas. Okay. Well, I can get on board with that. Will you take me out for some delicious Bahamian food while we're there? Yes, whenever you can stop butt-clenching and vomiting. Okay, good. All right. I think I can manage that. Okay. If that's the if that's the carrot you'll dangle, well, then yeah. I will follow that carrot okay. and stick act that you've put okay. together. You all heard it. We're going to hold her accountable. Okay. Okay. That's so good. I'm so glad. Thank you for sharing that that's what you're into. I'm terrified and excited. I'm terrified. For but where the, this goes. The excitement is worth it. Okay. Um, something else I'm into that I want to share with the broader, awesome listening crowd on Friday's episode of Sort of Awesome with Lisa Mast, my awesome of the week in that episode is the, the docuseries Lula Rich, which is on Amazon Prime, which you and I had talked about while I had talked about it mm-hmm. as an upcoming thing to check we out. We currently pirate that station, for no, anybody wondering. No, no. Unfortunately, Jeffrey Bezos just knocked on our door, and, there, and he was like, you guys have been Prime members since we released Prime membership. And then I kicked him in the Bezos, <laughs> and he was like, fine, take it free. Okay. Oh, that'd be nice. Um, kind of. <laughs> anyway, I do want to... Pass this along. I posted this in the Superstars Hangout on Facebook for people to read. I want to share this with the broader, awesome audience. It's a very fascinating interview in a, a newsletter. This is all the rage these days. People have Substack newsletters. Substack okay. being the brand, the company that is the platform. I'm vaguely familiar. Okay. People write their uh, their newsletters. I don't believe in people, so I don't read their words. That I understand that completely. Um, these can be monetized, so writers can get paid for their work that they like, do. Like, I don't believe people exist. <laughs> okay, good. That's my own conspiracy theory. Yep, that's a good it, one. That's a very not, edgy conspiracy yeah, theory. It's not the sovereign man. It's the only man <laughs> movement. <laughs> You are the only man everyone else exists mm-hmm. in this sort of 3D. Yeah, I only ever see them uh, digitally. VR so I, I reality. Yeah, I don't believe they exist. The twins, especially JK, is very into oh my VR. Gosh. The, the as idea old as of that it. is, yeah, yes. he's just like, you know what would be great? Yes. Okay. Anyway, um, the newsletter is from uh, Anne Helen. 
how do I, how did I, oh, Anne Helen Peterson. Yes. And Thank she, you for including the Peterson. Yes. And so which she, is the son of Peter. Oh, well. It's in old school, school okay. language. Um, she did an interview with a, a woman who is a writer named Meg Conley. Great name, Meg. Well, it is a good name. Um, I think I'll start calling myself Meg. The, hmm, I wish you wouldn't. I will be other Meg. I wish you would not do that. Bizarro Meg? <laughs> Maybe. That feels accurate. Okay. The, na- the title of this particular edition of Anne Helen Peterson's newsletter is What Got Left Out of Lula Rich. And so she did this, mm. uh, this, um, sorry, Crotchless panties. No, listen, she did this interview what? with Meg. How dare you? That's filthy. You ready? Uh, am I? Nope. <laughs> I can tell. That's right, I'm not. <laughs> Meg Conley, who is a writer, she's also an ex-Mormon, and she had some fascinating things to say. Is that how she classifies herself? No, that's only one part of it. But as you don't know, because you did not watch Lula Rich, the founders, Mark and Deanne, I can't remember their last name off the top of my head. Um, I believe it's Rich. No. Is it? That's not right. I made that up. I think they picked Lula Rich because they're like, Lulu, we're rich. Oh, okay. Off of their profitabilities. Well, anyway, um, they did this interview, and Meg Conley had some fascinating things to say about MLMs, multi-level mm. marketing, mm-hmm. how it relates to Mormonism, but how it also relates to a broader culture that doesn't quite know yet how to um, economically provide recompense for the work of caregiving. And this is why... Okay women who are stay-at-home moms are so easily drawn into yeah. businesses because they want to contribute to family income, but they also want to raise their children in the home. The caregiving thing. Yes, yeah. the tension, the back and forth of it all. This is a long read. I'm going to tell you, I it took me going back to this a, a couple of times through the span of a week. It's not, a, it's not an easy read. It's not an easy read. There's a lot to think about, a lot to chew on, a lot of great conversation starters. So I'm going to link to this edition of the this um Anne Helen Peterson's newsletter so that you guys can go check it out. If nothing else, even if you are not that familiar with Lula Rich or Lula Row, the company that that docuseries is based on, um it's very fascinating and I highly encourage you taking the time to read it if you have a little extra time. Delightful. That's one of the things I'm into. Um what else? What else from the past week? We haven't really done anything exciting cooking wise because we're kind of trying to Go back to some elimination. Yeah, we're, we're kind of cleaning things up. I, I will tell you guys that I, for the first time in literally years and years and years, had a full breakout on my face. Mm-hmm. I had... This is what inspired everything. Yeah. Well, and you weren't feeling great. No. You had some tummy upsets. But I'm an old man. Okay. Well, I... I'm vain. And when my face starts breaking out, I'm like, everybody stop everything. What's going on with my skin? Listen, it doesn't matter what your trigger is. Yeah. Find your trigger. And when it's, when it's pulled, you do the things. I I had to do the thing because I had not one, not two, but four massive under the skin cystic I'm going to say the word that you hate, zits. No, shut up. I did. And I Just say pimples, to... you weirdo. Pimples. Okay. Blemishes. Is that better? That's more appropriate than that horrible word. Okay. And I just, I was like, I can't do this. And so we, yeah. we both thought, let's dial back on. That's, listen, in fairness, in fairness, yeah. that is what you experienced. That's the same thing that turns into 
any number of other problems. Um, what little, you know, weird infections could potentially go all the way to, uh, what's it called? I had it on my leg. Oh, staph infection. It can yeah. turn into staph. That's a horrible, terrifying thing. Yeah. Impetigo, any number of things. So, yeah, when you start to get, this is your body telling you, hey, I like you and all, but whatever you're doing is garbage. Yeah. Well, we So you pay attention. I did pay attention. We dialed it back. We kept it really simple on what we're eating this week. And you know what? My face cleared up. Your face cleared up and what the scale say? Well, that's different. And I'll say that I'm into this. I I'm just going to offer a gentle content warning because I know not everyone likes to talk about bodies and weights. But I have been watching speaking of YouTube. Oh my gosh. Can you like tell the children a story real quick while I look this up? Well, one time when I was a boy. Yeah. Okay, know. keep I going. Flew a plane to the Bahamas and no. unfortunately for someone besides me, I was delivering 13 keys of cocaine or cocaine, however you choose to pronounce it. I slipped past customs and our wealth was made. And ever since we've been independent humans of society, okay. except that I was actually arrested and I went to federal prison and okay. I've never been the same since. Okay. If you know anything about I got it. federal prisons. Okay. That was okay. a great story. <sighs> Thank out, you. I'm out of material, so I'm glad you found your thing. Yes. Okay. So a, a channel that I subscribe to, I don't catch all of her content, but um, Jennifer L. Scott is a woman, an author who wrote the, um, I can't remember the, the, the Chic Guide or like the, it had to do with like living in Paris. The Tales that, from the Crypt? No, 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 no. No, that's no, a different thing. No, 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 no. Anyway. Paris? It had to do with like the French Woman's that's Guide how French or something. People say Paris. I know because I know. Okay. So she has a YouTube channel called The Daily Connoisseur. Anyway, I ever since Connoisseur. I read. That's how you say it in French, I'm sure. Okay. Ever since I read her book, I have subscribed to her channel because I find her interesting. Again, I don't jibe with all of her stuff if but i could show you something interesting would you be interested <laughs> yes yep that's, that's, that's anybody how... who's in sales i yeah. want you to write that down <laughs> that's the best sales line you'll ever have <laughs> there's actually a history of that yes there is in my life i'm embarrassed by it maybe that's a story for another day. and a story for another day um anyway in the past year to 18 months jennifer of the daily connoisseur has mm -hmm. been doing some intermittent fasting the genesseur are you proud of yourself for that? Let it go. Let the I laugh am. go. Can you see the glee? Yes. Just shining on my face, oily as it is. Jennifer has talked about how the the remarkable change that has happened in her life since she started doing some intermittent fasting. And I know that when people hear fasting, listen, I understand. Yeah. You you get red flags. You're like, no, 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 I don't want to do that. That sounds extreme. That sounds um, disordered. That sounds difficult. It can be. It can be it can all of be. those things. And if you do have some sensitivities or a history with disordered eating or some other issues, yeah, don't, it's probably don't do it. not for you. But she talked about how just doing intermittent fasting with an eight-hour eating window during the day yeah. has helped her to not only lose weight, but also reduce dr drastically the number of infections she was getting and the inflammation she was experiencing in her body. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, if, if you want to look at this mathematically, yeah. if, if you wake up at 
whatever, six or seven range, you eat something on the way out the door, all of that. This is, it's literally only pushing the windows of when you would normally eat by yes. like an hour or so. Right. Maximally, so that you can find it within this eight hour window and right. then you, you stop. Yes, that's the thing. And so for me, what works with my schedule, working at home, homeschooling kids, taking kids in the morning to school, the way our family life works right now, what works for me is having an eating window from 10 in the morning until 6 in the evening. Now, we have dialed back on some things that I know cause inflammation for me, but you don't even have to limit. Yeah. You can eat what you like to eat. It's a it's separate just, concept. It's a separate thing. Yeah. It's just that you allow your body to go into that fat burning fasting mode from like, to me, like once I'm done with dinner, that's it. Now I will say the first week or two, your body, which is used to just like a baby who wakes up or a mm -hmm. toddler, if you're Nico. Hey, we're all babies. Yes. If you're, if you're a little tummy, whether you're a toddler or you're a grown-up human, is used to eating at a certain time, there's going to be a little bit of discomfort Slow in the beginning. Slow resistance? Yeah. So I will say the first week or two, it took me some real discipline to be like, no, 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 I'm just going to push a little further, push a little further. But then 10 o'clock would hit. I, I tend to crave protein in the morning. So I'd go like slice up some steak, get some cheese, Maybe fry an egg or yeah, two. Eggs or bacon or ham or That's something. That's just what yeah. I like in the morning because I like to get a good start with protein. But anyway. And fat. And fat. That's yes. really important. So I find myself kind of roughly, again, this is just for me. I'm not making our kids do this. You are you kind of naturally tend to do this. I, you don't even yeah, really do that much during the day. A, a, that's been natural to me, kind yeah. of an intermittent fasting approach. But I still have my morning cup of coffee. I've always drank my coffee black, so I drink black coffee in the morning. But then um, I find I eat at 10. I will usually eat some kind of something, again, usually protein-y, because that's what I like at 2. And then we eat dinner between 5 and 6, somewhere in that range. Mm -hmm. I'm, not, I'm not very regimented. Like, if we just sit down to eat at 6, I'm not like, I'm not like, well, now I can't eat dinner because my window has closed. I just right, eat right. dinner it's and then just, I'm done yeah. for the evening. When it is and it's yeah, cool. Yeah, exactly. So I have lost like six pounds since I started yeah. doing this. And which... by like six, she means actually, yeah, six pounds. <laughs> yes. And in again, a week. in a week. And again, this all ties back into me just kind of helping bring my body back into alignment to so. where it is asking me to take it. I, that, I know that sounds really like metaphysical weird, but I'm mm -hmm. really trying mm -hmm. to listen to what my body is saying. That's important. I have a question. Okay. So scale numbers being what they are, and I am no believer in the you scale. You hate a scale. I yes. think the scale is quite honestly only second in lying to Capitol Hill. Okay. Whoa, that's a, it's a, yeah, it's statement. a bold statement. Um, that's... that's it's fine. It's fine to celebrate. I think it's important to find ways to celebrate whatever it is, whatever successes you're enjoying. But more importantly than what the the idiot digital readout said, it's, you no. Know, how do you feel better, worse, no different? Because it wouldn't matter. It wouldn't matter what that machine says if right. you feel the same or worse or whatever. How do you feel? I'm feeling really good. I have found that for me, 
I feel like I have more clarity that uh, it just feels, it does, I'm like not thinking about food. I'm just like, okay, yeah, around two o'clock, time to eat again. And that puts me in the perfect prime, uh, read, be ready to eat when okay. it's actually dinner time. Are you doing it because the clock set a thing or because you're hungry? Both a little bit, just okay. because I have noticed that if I do not say to myself, I got to eat something in by two, then I get then I have to head out the door to go start the hour long that it okay. takes to do pickup okay. and stuff. So I get that. So I just, you're, you're, you're forcing, you aren't necessarily hungry at two. Right. You're forcing a feeding so that you don't get into a frantic yes. moment later. Exactly. That's okay. it. So it's that. a, it's a combination of when it feels right to eat and making sure that I am spacing out some different eating times. But I, I think there's tremendous value as you know, because we've had these conversations quite a bit, to listening to your body. Now, you can only listen to your body accurately when you've purged it of sugars yeah. and things that are hyperpalatable. Yeah. But getting to that point where you can just trust and say, hey, no, I'm not hungry, so I, I'm just not going to go force a thing because the clock says so. Right. But I can appreciate that you know that in the midst of that, that mm -hmm. journey in the afternoon that you will get hungry. Yes. And so you do just a little bit of yep. preemptive warfare. Yeah, exactly. That's it. I get that. So intermittent fasting and enjoying the benefits of it is something else I'm into right now. Okay. Okay. Are you well, back to not completely hating me now? I feel like we went through a whole journey there. No, I was annoyed. I don't know that I hated you, okay. but I was annoyed. Well, so Your version of annoyed is my version of hate. Yeah. So that's... <laughs> Not unfair from either perspective. All right. Anything else before we send the awesomes out into their mm -hmm. week? The last week of September? I've been trying to think as much as I can without interrupting you constantly about mm -hmm. anything I've experienced in the last week. Um, I love cigars. Yes, you do. I probably, I'm not, I'm not, not probably, I'm not going to go into a great detail. I've found a few recently that are truly in the cigar world. Stunning. Okay, good. And if that's something anybody is interested in for themselves or for someone that they might buy a gift for, yeah. let us know in the Facebook group and we can we can push that envelope a little bit. For sure, yes. For um, sure. I literally have not watched or read anything outside of either learning how to own or fly a Cessna or yeah. just my industry and in a trading program. So I have nothing fascinating in the world of popular media i know that's okay me neither i'm not apologizing i'm yeah. just stating the facts all right well what should the awesomes do in well the listen unless you're walking backwards you ought to have an awesome today would you please do all right bye-bye bye Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.